Entrepreneur on Fire 842. Keep pushing because just when you think that you can't do it, something incredible will happen and everything falls to the sides and you realize you can do it. John Lee Dumas presents EO Fire and FreePodcastCourse.com. Launch your podcast in 15 days and ignite. Set your business apart from the competition by rediscovering the lost art of human interaction. Visit callruby.com slash fire and use promo code fire. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. Transform any phone into your business phone with eVoice. Go to eVoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. That's eVoice.com slash fire. Fire Nation in the house. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Dustin Lee. Dustin, are you prepared to ignite? I'm ready. Yes. Dustin is the owner of the best-selling design goods site, Retro Supply. In the past 12 months, he's made over $150,000 selling digital Photoshop files to designers and artists. He also shares tips and tricks to help creative entrepreneurs grow their business at DustinLee.co. Dustin, give Fire Nation just a little insight, but share more about you personally and expand upon the biz. Okay. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a, a graphic designer by trade. I'm 33 years old. I'm married, have a 15 month old daughter, which I'm really excited about and has been a, just a huge blessing in my life. And I'm also the owner of Retro Supply, which has become one of the best selling uh, retro design goods sites in the world. Ian's DustinLee.co. And DustinLee.co. What happened to .com, buddy? Someone has it, and I could not get them to sell it to me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, my buddy Pat Flynn went through the same thing, and uh, it was a back and forth for years, but he finally, at no small expense, was able to get the .com. So keep fighting the good fight, my friends. You'll get there. Yeah, good advice. <laughs> so, Dustin, we love talking about the journey of the guest of Entrepreneur on Fire. And you're our guest today. You're our spotlighted interviewee. So we're going to talk about your journey specifically, and I want you to take us right now to a moment in time where you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moment and tell us that story. Absolutely. So let me give you a little background. I initially, for five years, worked in the banking industry, and almost immediately I knew it wasn't for me, but I continued to do it because I had bills to pay and I was about to get married. And right before I got married, I decided that I couldn't be a banker forever. And I told my wife, I I need to quit this job and I need to pursue design and entrepreneurship. I'm in love with these things. And um, she was really supportive of that. And I quit and basically my income dropped to zero and I just hit the ground running and had very little success. I looked for jobs on Craigslist and all sorts of crazy places. And Eight or nine months into doing this, I had a handful of clients that were not paying me very much, um, and it wasn't their fault. It was my fault. I was undercharging because I was afraid and not sure that I was good enough, and I just found myself doing these gigantic jobs and barely making any money, and I remember waking up in the middle of the night one night uh, in our studio apartment, and I remember thinking, 
maybe you're just not smart enough to get this. Maybe you just don't understand um, how business works and you're just not the type of person that can do that. And I remember that just being a terrifying moment for me because I realized maybe I'm just not smart enough. I'm just not good enough to do that. And I was completely buried in just extremely frustrating work. And I had really built my own prison for myself, so to speak. Um, And that was probably my lowest point as an entrepreneur and the closest I got to giving up. So Dustin, a lot of us have had those moments where we've woken up in the middle of the night when it's dark, when it's cold, when the moonlight's shining through the window and you're just like, who am I kidding? Like, what am I doing here? I can tell you, I had many of those nights when I was still transitioning out of my job in corporate America um, into being a podcaster. I, like, it seems so silly you know, late at night when I woke up. And then in the morning, I was just like, you know, it doesn't seem that silly. It is possible. But it's this horrible cycle. You know, it's this imposter syndrome that we talk about here so often that Fire Nation, I want you to really take a second to realize it's part of the game. It's part of the journey. Dustin's experienced it. He still will be experiencing it in different areas and different ways down the line. I've experienced it and will continue to do so as I push the envelope. It is there. We're humans. It's innate. You know, having this voice inside your head saying, you're not good enough to do this yet or maybe at all or maybe ever. And Dustin, there's one kind of thing I want to talk about because I think this is really important. You brought up you were undercharging. Now, a rule of thumb that I tell people when they reach out to me and say, John, like, you know, I want to be a freelancer. I want to trade time for dollars at the beginning. Like, I want to, how much should I charge? And I say, well, listen, first of all, sit down because I can't have the answer for you completely because only you know truly what you're doing and what value you're providing. But say the number out loud that you think feels right and then double it, literally, immediately double it. And, and that's your starting point, by the way. That's just your starting point. And you probably need to con- consider doubling that number again. What do you want to show the audience? Like, How can we, Fire Nation, who's thinking of what we should be charging, how can we come to some kind of solution? Yeah, you know, that's, that's a really tough question. I mean, I think, I think your advice is great that you need to double or triple or quadruple that number <laughs> to find a realistic thing. And And I think you would probably agree that it's really a mental battle that we have, a psychological battle that we have inside of ourselves. And really, the only way I found to solve it is to just push forward and be brave, put that number up. And one thing that I decided at a certain point was, I'm going to fail. I realized I'm going to charge someone for this, and I'm going to do a bad job at some point. And that's part of the initiation of building a business and trying new things. And I had some embarrassing moments and some moments where... Can you share one of those? Yeah. um, I worked for a client and I charged them more than I'd ever charged a client at the time. Uh, I was doing a website for them and I charged them $4,000, I think, which was a lot for me. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people charge more, but for me, that seemed like a huge amount of money to charge someone. And I charged them that and I just over-promised and under-delivered. I didn't have the skills to complete the website properly. It did eventually get done. Luckily, uh, my brother is a computer programmer and he was able to help me, but um, you know, the customer just chewed me out and they were absolutely right to do that. I had promised things I couldn't do and um, that was a painful moment, but it was a huge learning 
experience for me as well. For that specific reason that it was a learning experience, Dustin, but also because you put that bar so high that even though you jumped for it and missed, you still leapt higher than you ever had before. And you still learn things that you would never have learned had you not put that bar so high. And I love that one phrase you used, Dustin, that I want to come back to you right now. I know I'm going to fail. That's part of the initiation. Like, I love that. It is an initiation, Fire Nation. Are you initiated yet? If not, hello, fail, get initiated, join our crew. We're all (laughs) a bunch of failures that have just, you know, happened to find one thing right now that we're knocking out of the park, but it's not always going to continue to be that way. I mean, wow, we have, you know, a really interesting journey ahead of us. I love that, Dustin. Absolutely. And and just one more thing on that. I think that that's the difference between people that succeed and fail in entrepreneurship is people that are willing to fail and to be embarrassed and to do things wrong. Um, when you start looking at it as every time I fail or make a mistake or do something wrong, I have one more advantage over the person that's next to me. It totally changes your perspective because you might be collecting failures, but those failures teach you more than any college course or anything else could teach you any mentorship or whatever. Love that. Dustin, let's keep going with this great storytelling theme that uh, you know I've been able to get you to here. You know, you told that story of the $4,000 website and getting chewed out. I mean, that's the kind of real stories that we learn from as entrepreneurs, right. why it's valuable. So now when we shift and we talk about an epiphany, an aha moment, a light bulb that went on in your mind at some point, what was that story? Tell us. Sure. Yeah, this, this is funny because I was listening to some of... Um your most popular podcast. Oh, cool. And in one of them, you mentioned the baby effect, <laughs> right? Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, uh, about two years well, Let's ago, expound upon it for fire nation. What is that? The baby effect is basically when you find out that you're having a child or you just had a child and all of a sudden you realize that you're not just responsible for yourself. You're responsible for a small, helpless human being that relies on you for everything. Um, and that can be very sobering and, really give you a lot of courage. Game's on, right, Dustin? Like, <laughs> right. The, the clock has commenced. Like, you are absolutely in it to win it, for sure. Right. Everything becomes much more real at that point. <laughs> so, um, what happened to me was I had moved down to um, the Silicon Valley, and I had started a startup with a friend, and I committed to it, you know, 40 hours a week, and we were just grinding and making almost no progress. No money was coming in. I'd given up all the things that made me money. And I was making $0, 40 hours a week. And my wife was pregnant with our first child, my daughter. And I realized by the time she's born, this isn't going to be making money. And this business might never make money. And I was committed to work full time for $0. So I realized I had to do something. And what I did was I started waking up two to three hours early every day, going down to the Starbucks and creating digital products um, to sell on a site called Creative Market. And I just basically every day went down to this Starbucks and worked for two to three hours doing that. And I kind of decided no matter what, I'm going to do this. Uh, You know, whether I see money coming in or not, I'm just going to push and push and push because this is my last chance to make money. And I remember about a month into doing it, I got featured in their email. They sent an email blast to a massive list. And I was working down there at the Starbucks and a little email popped up on my Mac and said, 
you know, new products for the week from Creative Market, and my product was featured. Wow. And right after that, my phone started doing, you know, a little bing, bing, bing. <laughs> well, you didn't have the cha-ching effect yet? No, but it, I was, it sounded very much like a, um, a slot machine when you hit the jackpot. Oh, yeah. And ching, I was looking at ching. it, and it was email notifications that people were buying this product. What was the product, real quick? The product, I believe, was called um, RetroLift. It was a Photoshop action that basically made this retro-style 3D text effect. Oh, cool. And it just started sounding like crazy. I mean, my phone was just, like, literally sounded like a slot machine. And I remember packing up my stuff, trying to, you know, maintain composure, and walking home a really fast walk to um, our house. And I remember going in, my wife was sleeping, and I said, you hear that? And I said, every time that's beeping, that's, I think it was like 8 or $9 in our account. That's a lot of mocha lattes at Starbucks. Totally. And <laughs> by, by the end of the day, I think I had made something close to $1,500, which for me- On an was, $8 product. On an $8 product. Yeah. For me, that was an aha moment because I realized I'm onto something here. I was doing something different and not sure if I'd succeed. And at that moment, I realized people want this and what you're doing works and it just, that moment completely changed my life. I, I've stumbled upon what was one of my callings. So. Love that. And I love the story you told about the ding. I mean, that's so real. And I was reading Jeff Bezos of Amazon, his biography recently, and they set up a very similar system. They're like, hey, this is like back in the early days, by the way, when Jeff himself would actually box up orders of books <sighs> to, to ship out to people. They set up a, a thing in the in the department where it would ding every time somebody made an order. You know, this is back in like 96 or something. And so, you know, every time it would ding, they would just be like, yay, that's amazing. <laughs> somebody made an order. Uh, long story short, like within like a couple of weeks, it was just like a ding. Like it was nonstop. <laughs> They're like, we had to turn the thing off. It was so annoying. So really cool, similar story that you've experienced with Jeff Bezos and Fire Nation. Everybody wants to experience something like that where, like you said, Dustin, People want this and what you're doing was working and what more can you ask for? What is that just one clear lesson that you want our listeners to take away from that experience? The biggest lesson for me was it was the money was amazing. Like to make that much money in a day was one of the greatest feelings ever. But what I really learned was earlier in this interview, I was saying how I felt like maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I just don't get it. Maybe my mind doesn't work that way. And when that ping started going off on my phone like that fulfilled that so it was almost like I've told I told my friend Jonathan this was kind of like the matrix it's like everything fell on the sides and I realized (laughs) I am smart enough I am like I have the ability to do this and I just needed to push a little longer than I thought I should so my advice would be like if you think you're not able to do it if you're not smart enough if you're not good enough if you don't have what it takes the right education Keep pushing because just when you think that you can't do it, something incredible will happen and everything falls to the sides and you realize you can do it. Boom, Fire Nation. Boom. Now, Dustin, we're moving into the 60-second question realm. We're going to ask you a bunch of questions here. and You have some time to expound, but not forever, ever. And the first one that I want to talk to you about, and this is, again, ideally, what does your first 60 minutes look like of your day? Ideally, the first 60 minutes of my day is prioritizing. Um, I've become a big believer in the 80-20 principle. So on my good days, I take that time and I look at what are the few things I can do today that are going to make the 
biggest impact in terms of making my customers happy and generating revenue. No, I love that. And Pareto's principle is that 80-20 where 20% of your actual work results in 80% of your desired outcomes, Fire Nation. That is such a huge principle to really absorb. Dustin, what is your biggest strength, in your opinion, as an entrepreneur? I think my biggest strength is that I'm able to capture ideas from unrelated fields and apply them to my business. Um, And it's just like a quick example with Retro Supply. Before I had started my shop, most people were just showing, here's what the product looks like, and they would show pictures of textures or something. I got the idea that let's look at grocery store boxes or boxes to products from the 50s or 60s. I'm talking physical boxes. And what if we did that and packaged that so digital products had more of a um, tangible look and feel to them? Um, And that's just one example, but I think my ability to find ideas in surprising places and apply them to my field. Ding, light bulb moments. (laughs) Dustin, what is one of your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Planning. I have a really hard time planning more than a month in advance. Um, I do have, you know, big, major, large brushstroke goals for my year, but I can't plan down to, you know, the day or the week any more than a month out. And uh, I wish I could, but I can't do it. I mean, there's a great quote, I believe it's by Patton, and that's, you know, that all plans disappear or dissipate the moment the first bullet flies. So, you know, I'm not a huge fan of planning anyways, because there's always going to be something that comes up and it's going to just destroy everything and destroy planning. And, and see, you can't spend so much time getting there and getting into the nitty gritty. Sometimes you just have to live life and, you know, react when things come to, to you and not spend all that time planning anyways. And Dustin, what's one habit that you wish you had? habit that I wish I had is that I could turn off 100% and disconnect from my work. <laughs> I have such a hard time not checking my phone or emails and it's hard for me to sleep at night if I see it. You know, I could be going to bed and see a customer that is having an issue um, and I just have such a hard time putting down that, that phone or checking those notifications and just disconnecting and I wish I did a better job of that. Have you tried meditation? I'm so bad at doing it like on a regular schedule though. Do you have any tips? Yeah, I do actually. And and these aren't tips that I've yet been able to qualify myself now as a quote unquote meditator because I'm still working towards it. But one great um, thing that has worked in some areas for me, I'm looking in the next couple months to really dial it in is Headspace. It's a great app which just takes you through a 10 day meditation course of just 10 minutes a day. And then another one, a little more advanced, that again, is still in my box sitting next to me. I haven't taken it out yet. Is called Choose Muse, M-U-S-E. And you actually put this little thing around your head, Dustin. And so while you're meditating, it will give you a report afterwards about how busy or lack thereof your brain was during that meditation. And you know, for some people, this will work. And I think I'm one of those people because I actually want to have results after. I want to see like what was going on afterwards and see how I can track progress. So I, I think this is going to be cool. I can't promise anything. You know, my buddy Pathlane uses it, Choose Muse, so I wanted to give it a try too. But I, I'll, I'll report back Fire Nation after I have. But, uh, you know, I just kind of wanted to bring that up because when people say they can't turn off, you know, I've heard, again, not firsthand experience yet, that meditation is a great way for that. Dustin... Yeah, yeah. 
what is one thing that has you fired up right now? Yeah. So I'm, um, you know, retro supply has been going for about a year and a half now and, uh, I have a, a strong email list and, but I've been mostly selling digital products like Photoshop files or illustrator files. And I am a big believer in surveying my audience and finding out what they want. And, I surveyed them recently and discovered that they really want to know how to do things through tutorials and lessons as opposed to just getting, um, you know, files that do the work for them. So I'm creating something called Retro Academy, which is basically a month-to-month subscription site that lets people see exactly how I create work, how I my processes for creating retro style or vintage style designs. And just gives them tips to make, you know, handmade work and bring that to it. So I'm excited to do that. I've wanted to do a course for a long time. And uh, that's really exciting to me right now. I think you're going to absolutely love it, Dustin. You know, the best thing that I ever did for the podcasting community for my business was launch Podcasters Paradise. And, you know, I don't just say that revenue-wise, but just the experience of being able to engage now with just awesome, confident, exciting, terrified podcasters, you know, on a daily basis. You know, I just, I love that aspect of it. And I think you're really going to find that as well. And for you, Fire Nation, I mean, that just speaks volumes of creating your tribe, you know, creating enough value that you have people that raise their hand and say, I want to be a part of something that you create. And Dustin, we still have a lot more to go. We're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. My favorite thing about owning and running my own business is the freedom to do the things that I'm passionate about and the freedom to be truly location independent. With the help of the incredible internet, I'm able to stay in touch with my audience via social media, provide valuable content that's scheduled so I never skip a beat, and engage via email with partners to ensure that everything's running smoothly. And with the help of eVoice, I'm also able to stay in touch via phone. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, and a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into your business phone. So whether I'm on a tropical vacation, running around like a madman running my business, I always have the ability to be in touch when I want to be. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. Great businesses are driven by great customer experiences, and that's a fact. According to the American Express survey, three in five people would try a new brand or company for a better service experience. That's more than 50%. That's what makes Ruby so great. Their highly trained team of receptionists can handle all your nationwide calls with a perfect mix of friendliness and professionalism. With Ruby, you'll elevate your business to stand out from the competition simply by being there when your customers need you most. At Ruby, it's not just about what they do, it's how they do it. Think of Ruby as your company's ambassador. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE. And in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans plus free activation, a $95 value. That's callruby.com slash FIRE, promo code FIRE. Dustin, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds good. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Two things. I would say debt and fear of failure 
you know, there's a big, especially I think in um, the United States, there's this stigma for men that they have to be the main breadwinner. Yeah, and, what's up with that? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I was just so afraid to leave my job and not make money. I was afraid that I would fail. And um, we had a little bit of debt and I was afraid that we would go into more debt. So that, those were the main things that held me back. What is the best advice you've ever received? Best advice I've ever received is, and I've heard this from a lot of people, some people say it's attributed to Woody Allen, but showing up um, is 50% of the battle. I believe it's actually more like 90% of the battle. So I think the best advice I ever received was just actually showing up, putting in the work, and shipping things. What is one of your personal habits that you do have that you believe contributes to your success? 100% it's completing projects. Um, I was bad at this and now I'm really good at finishing things. I know when to stop and actually release things. When do we know? You know, that's a great kind of point you brought up here. When do we know when it's right to release things? There's a great quote by Reid Hoffman of LinkedIn. If you're not embarrassed by the first shipping of your product or service, you waited way too long. I mean, is there some kind of happy medium here? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that when you start redoing things. If you start to notice you're redoing things a lot and tweaking things, you need to stop and ship it because you're going to burn yourself out tweaking it and you're going to give up and never release it. So as soon as everything is there, get out the first version of it and get feedback. You can always make changes and update it later. I like that. If you're tweaking Fire Nation, you know you've gone too far. There's always room for tweaking post-shipping. Do you have an internet resource, Dustin, like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Absolutely. Um, I just discovered uh, about a month ago a site called Contactually. Yes. I've had the founder on the show. Awesome. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. That has been an amazing, um, just amazing for me. Um, It just makes it so easy to keep in touch with important contacts and stay present in their minds. So I've been loving, I've been loving that. It's amazing. And if you could recommend one book, Dustin, for our listeners, what would it be and why? That's a great question. I think that probably the most inspiring book for me, word for word, in terms of just being dense with inspiring ideas, is Anything You Want by Derek Sivers, the founder of CD Baby. Anything You Want, and Derek Sivers is the owner of my favorite quote for 2015, Dustin. If it's not a heck yes, it's a no. (laughs) That's my theme, baby. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so if you haven't already, I've teamed up with Audible, and you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Dustin, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would start building an email list as soon as possible. And for my business, being a designer and selling design products, that would mean creating a simple but useful design product purchasing a domain and building a landing page with software that makes it as fast as possible to do that. Um, Once again, you don't want to, you know, start tweaking things. You want to get things ready. So I'd create a landing page with an awesome product to give away for free in exchange for an email. And then I would reach out to top influencers in the design field um, or whatever, whatever area you're in and offer to give them something that's valuable to their audience that they can give away for free that makes them look like a hero in exchange for a link back to your page. 
Um, and then once people start going to your page and signing up, then start developing a relationship with them. And um, that will lead to income and just building your business. In Fire Nation, we're all looking to be heroes, not zeros. <laughs> so Dustin, it's been super cool chatting with you today, my friends. I'd love to end on a high note with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, I would say for just a piece of advice, just get something out there. Don't worry about it being awesome. Just put something out there and start getting feedback. That's the most important thing I think I ever did. Um, you can check out, if you're a designer or into design at all, you can check out retrosupply.co. We have all sorts of awesome products for Photoshop and Illustrator. You can also get advice on my blog about for creative entrepreneurs about um, selling digital products and creating passive income at dustinlee.co. And you can follow me on Twitter at heydustinlee. Well, Fire Nation, you know that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Dustin and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Dustin in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with all these links, with all these resources, with all this awesomeness. And Dustin, thank you, my friend, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. With 15 videos in 15 days, I'll have you podcasting like a pro. Visit freepodcastcourse.com and prepare to ignite.